Hey everyone, welcome to the new episode of Sledgehammer Cricket Podcast. I'm your host Sarthak and I have with me my co-host Kaustik. Hey guys, what's up? So Sarthak, how are you doing? I'm doing well man. I'm a little sad about yesterday's result, uh, Pakistan versus England, but uh, yeah, hang on. Uh, how do you, about 110 for 5? And you still go on to lose from that. What is I mean, I'm, take, uh, we should stop saying cricket is back. Cricket is properly back now. County games are back And CPL is going to start soon. But man, like, how could you lose? How could you lose from 110 for 5? They had England by the balls. Like, at, at 110 for 5, and the kind of bowling Shaheen was doing, the ball to Ollie Pope. And I think Butler or Wokes, one of them mentioned it that. You saw that ball and you go out thinking, boss, there is... Uh, like, there were demons on the pitch as well. And you to, to bowl full length for 30 minutes to do absolutely competent batsmen um, is, uh, is, was baffling by a team who have very good bowlers. Like, these Pakistani bowlers are pretty, pretty good. And to, for them to bowl the kind of lengths they were bowling, I think uh, the greatest comment made, again... Like always, when it comes to comments, was made by our Lord and Savior Shoye Bhaktar, uh, who said, "Books, jabaya hai, to uske tumtume pe do maro." So for the uninitiated, uh, by tumtume he means head. So what he means is just bowl him a couple of bouncers, which, by the way, is a valid comment. Like they bowled very full to Wokes, which allowed Wokes to kind of get get a few runs. Uh, they kind of didn't bowl short to him. And Wokes was averaging like 6 or 8 in his last 6 matches. Aray, wo, so, you bowl yeah. a couple of bouncers, you scare the person, it ruffles them up, it doesn't let them settle. And it's not like, it's 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 difficult to play off a bouncer. Like in, like, kya pata? like it's either, so it's either uh, watching this or it's, wa- it's watching um, uh, Vasim Akram constantly comment about the fact that Naseem uh, Shah is like young and like he does not fail to mention this fact every uh, like every two minutes so like it's a decent segue have you played the have you, have you played the Vasim Akram commentary bingo it's a nice drinking game uh, like uh, full, full respect to Vasim Akram but uh, yes that bingo really works no man he only talks in platitudes uh, the great uh, the great skipper Imran Khan said that we should take this segue and move to talking about uh, Naseem Shah, who's the young superstar who bowled really well and uh, who bowled really well in, in, in the previous test and he made his debut at uh, last, uh, last, last year in Australia. Uh, he was 16 then um, and uh, obviously when a 16-year-old makes an international debut, there is that hype around him. Even if you have some data or some information as in records about it, there's still a lot of excitement because Usually, you don't have 16-year-olds playing. And this was a fast bowler, very skiddy. And the f- most fun bit about that test match, if you go to w- go watch the highlights that the Australian cricket board have put out, is that they refuse to refer to him as Naseem Shah. Through the entire match, all they call him is 16-year-old. The 16-year-old is here to bowl. The 16-year-old is going to face a ball from Mitchell Stark. Sweet 16. It's like I got, <laughs> I, I got the point that he's 16. Move on. <laughs> he's Naseem. And he bowled well, man. He's a decent bowler. He bowls fast. He's kiddie. Just 
they kept calling him a 16 year old like like wasim akram in this test uh, uh, nasim shah is young nasim shah is young he swings the ball by the way did i tell you he's young <laughs> get over it man yeah so uh, in case uh, listeners didn't get it uh, we are going to be uh, not a deep dive but just going through in reverse chronological order some debuts of uh, cricketers through the years and uh, the most recent one that we could think of that is relevant to even the cricket we're watching now is of course nasim shah but uh, yeah so the point is when uh, when you're when, you, when you're 16 years old there's no other way to do, like you don't have any attribute right like you don't have anything else to your game it's not like whenever say uh, jadeja bats you can say like are he has got like three first class uh, double centuries to his name like or you don't have that you don't bring anything else from your career to your debut right so thoda i get why that fascination is there with uh, the age but uh, i agree with you like i get first match mein if you keep saying 16 years old 16 years old it's theek hai fine but bhai kal bhi wohi ho raha tha and parso bhi wohi ho raha tha and whenever like whenever whenever they were speaking about their uh, attack oh so young oh nasim shah so young like ah uh, like it's 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 a bit much yeah because one thing is that like commentary also like i think harsha wagle mentioned it that now it's a soundtrack even in test matches like i think even it's you can't completely blame the commentators because they are also told by the broadcasters that you kind of keep talking uh so a beno or a bill lorry might not get a gig too many gigs today people who chose silence so the commentators are asked to talk so one thing is kind of once you mentioned that nasim shah is 17 for the next 5 minutes don't mention that <laughs> like bring that bring that fact back after five minutes. oh thoda like keep, second, a, keep a counter like every time you mention that nasim shah is young uh, either you take a shot game, yeah either, game. yeah you take a shot yes. or like I, i i don't know someone bounces you out like one of the two uh and secondly like he's bowling and he he's a very very good bowler by the way the ball to root yesterday was so good he kept bowling on the fourth and fifth channel i think crickwiz kind of posted some data that he's even more accurate than uh, mohammad abbas which is which takes some doing so he was completely bowling in the channels and then he just got one to leave just a little bit and root edged that got caught in the slips beautiful ball and the moment they mentioned that ball immediately they segued back to oh by the way I don't think we've mentioned it enough times, but Nasim Shah is 17. <laughs> so yeah, going back uh, in the last like yeah, I get the hype around young. Yeah, I get the hype around young players though, because when you when players come young, right, they're very exuberant. They are not battle hardened. They're not wary that oh, I'm going to play for my place. Because when you're 16, 17, even if you have kind of a bad debut, you know. you will have more chances like you will you, even if you have a horrible debut you can go back and kind of make still have enough time to make a career uh, and another young uh, another young debutant lately uh, was prithvi shaw who made his debut like uh, one month shy of turning 19 and he made his debut at a very difficult batting pitch the the by the way the worst batting pitch in the world which is day one at rajkot uh, and uh, very tough to bat obviously as history will tell you and he faced a equally tough west indian bowling attack and he made it look like club cricket i remember the so there was a lot of hype around shaw's debut as well and uh, like yeah. you had the same uh, like 
अरे अठारह साल का है लाइक एंड ही जस्ट कम इन फ्रॉम द अंडर नाइनटीन वर्ल्ड कप एंड यू हैव दैट सेम कंपेरिजन विद कोहली एंड like Plus all he the, had four first class centuries already under his belt yeah yeah so he there, there were a lot of expectations and uh, my why why does everybody end up uh, like messing up afterwards because great debut okay and uh, he played pretty well in the uh, ipl leading up to it as well and uh, like goes to australia miss like not even misfielding he messes up while trying to prevent a boundary and twist his ankle and uske baad like khatam and turns out we are now one opener shot going into uh, like a pretty testing uh, series in australia and which opened up the slot for another person to make a debut and like this like mayank agarwal of course makes his debut in that australia series because uh, we are one opener shot after pritish shaw is uh, like uh, twist his ankle and he Like Makhan ke dera he just fitted into the team and it blew my mind of how like he's just picked up from playing first class cricket in India and then dropped there and he plays the game as if as like ha theek hai like it's just another game for him. But Mayank was a great contrast. I'm glad you mentioned him because so he he was rant he he's now what 27 28 and he's played like an entire decade of first class cricket. He scored runs over the last three four years. He scored runs in India A and first class cricket by the bucket loads. There was that month in twenty seventeen, I think November, where he scored a thousand runs in a month, first class runs, uh, triple century, century, double century. He was just reeling off big scores, and then he goes to Australia, like you mentioned, with three short wrists, his ankle, and uh, KL Rahul and Murli Vijay kind of get worked out by the Australian bowlers. And yeah, MCG won all, and wo- huge test. Boxing Day, day one, India batting this gun Australian bowling lineup, and he reels off a seventy-six. Now that test will like probably be remembered for Bumrah's Bumrah's bowling and slower ball to Sean Marsh and all that. Uh, but ba- I think that seventy-six kind of set it up because then Pujara could score his big century. Virat Kohli got an eighty-two. So that set it up. Him and Vihari kind of set that up. It's the two, like you said, the two contrasts, right? Like Shaw was compared to your uh, Sevag, okay? Like coming in, playing his own natural game, attacks the ball, and uh, like a like a joy to watch in a way. And you had Mayank Agarwal, who's also an opener, but a polar opposite in terms of. Like respecting the del- respecting the delivery, letting the ball go, playing like to his strengths, making sure that like he gets his eye in. Like he he wasn't flamboyant in his debut, but I remember like I I wasn't raving about his debut, but I I liked for the first time watching like Indian openers abroad play well, and uh, the commentary team went nuts because uh, just leading up to the whole debut was the whole debate on uh, some commentator had passed some. uh like remark on uh, the ranji system about uh, like karaoke karaoke yeah, yeah, yeah. i had passed some comment about the ranji system and turns out uh, like one guy who was battle tra- battle ready through the ranji system comes in and just talks these people around i i i'm glad you mentioned that uh, about mayank agarwal's playing playing styles what's amazing is that he began as this dasher very similar to what shaw is and then he saw that he's not he is not able to score enough first class runs so he tunes his game he plays for india a under the tutelage of rahul dravid 
and he tunes his game to make sure he sticks around at the wicket for longer. Plays like five, six years of full years of first-class cricket, red ball cricket, and comes to Australia ready for this, which is what, which is what you mentioned that you play enough red ball cricket and you kind of you're always ready. Uh, you know how the red ball works. Yes, Hazelwood Stark Cummings is a very different ball game to. Uh, uh, with no offense, like Jaydev Unadkar, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's still you kind of you kind of feel that you've played enough red ball and uh, nothing like match practice, right? Yeah. So yeah, that Kerry O'Keefe comment, I think it was made that uh, there was some train drivers uh, pl- playing in the Indian Ranji system. I think something similar. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It, it, it was a very dismissive comment and like I very dismissive. Yeah, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Ki Mayank Agarwal just came in and like, hey, bro, I'm a Ranji guy. Screw you guys. <laughs> and uh, Although like, Sydney baby run Mara. Yeah. He went to the next test and scored 77 there as well. Yeah, he, he had a very good series and for the first time, like, that's what I'm saying, in so many years, we are getting to see like openers who are not faulting abroad. Like it was such a joy to see. So like this is a decent way to get into how we know of other openers who have done well or openers who missed out on playing for India like a long, long, long time ago. Uh, so, speaking of flamboyant openers, one of the most remarkable debuts and this was also like being discussed on Twitter by uh, Jared Kimber a few days back. Uh, what debuts kind of do you remember? And immediately what came to mind was Shikhar Dhawan uh, because he made his debut in Mohali in 2013 against Australia. Seva kind of was dropped. He was, not, he was going through indifferent form. And he reels off 187 of like 150-160 on day one and this is an incredible innings and Mohali is a fast pitch it's not a it's not a belter on day one it's never it, on a day one test match it never is a belter it's fast it's bouncy uh, there is sea movement around and he tongs Australia into submission and Sehwag never played a test again so that was pretty much that kind of finished Sehwag's career I'm, yeah, I'm kind of disappointed he didn't make more of his test career because I always think when Shikhar plays well, he kind of takes the game away from you uh, in 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 any form of cricket. You should you have Shikhar in flow and the game's away from you very quick. And he would have been a great transition from Sehwag uh, because after 2013 we had that entire away tour of Australia, South Africa, and England, and where he would have been amazing. But that's okay. And his his good friend Rohit uh, in the same year. He was, yeah. He made his debut the same year, but he was going to make his debut like in 2010, right? Because he was this big talent, very very good player. Obvious, another like another in the long line of Mumbai, uh, Mumbai born and bred cricketers. And in 2010, he's about to play against South Africa, where he in, then injures himself. He injures in himself on the morning of the test. It's not even. That is so sad. Yeah, it's not even like in like a couple of days before. Like Prithvi Shaw, Kelly, we had like a like a four five day window where we realized okay he can't play. Like Rohit Sharma injures his ankle on the day of his test where he was going to get picked. So uh, that is so sad. Yeah, yeah, and instead of him, we get two other players made their debuts that day. We had Vidhiman Saha and uh, Subramanian Badrinath, and uh, Saha makes a duck on test debut. Uh, like it's fine it's, my, my point is not that Saha got out on a duck and like had Rohit Sharma play would have been better it's just that like you could see uh, like the, the, the sharp contrast that 
we had to wait for another three more years for Rohit to see Rohit Sharma in tests for India, and he got to make his debut only in the same series where uh, Tendulkar was retiring. So that and that was a stopgap series, right? Because we were supposed to go to South Africa and have a longer tour, where then Tendulkar like wanted to re- like he was going to retire. So BCCI thought, hey, if Sachin is retiring, he should retire at home. So let's call over West Indies because why not? And good debuts, man. Like uh, he scored a century at Eden. He scored a century in at Wankhede. Good debut. Good debut series for him. So also in that series, uh, Mohammad Shami made his debut uh, uh, in that uh, Test series against West Indies, and he and he pl- and he played for Bengal. Uh, he plays Ranji Trophy for Bengal. So he knew the Eden track, which was the place for the first Test. And uh, we saw this zippy fast bowler coming in because 2013 was still the time. Uh, when we were still recovering from the post Zaheer plays, we had we had we had Ishant blowing hot and cold, so we needed this new force. And Shami kind of promised good things, which he is delivering on now. Also, great debut in 2013 uh, was Bhuvneshwar Kumar. He makes his ODI debut in Chennai, also his Test debut in Chennai. But more remarkable was his ODI debut, where he got Mohammad Hafiz out on the first ball. <laughs> I have a very uh like very caveated fact about this so in ODIs there are only 24 people who have gotten a wicket on their first ball okay uh, not debuts yeah. I'm just saying wicket on their first ball uh, and uh, the list is pretty illustrious it has uh, Inzama Mulhak who got Lara out first ball <laughs> okay uh, obviously it, oh, as you do yeah as you do uh, it has uh, Sadagopan Ramesh Okay. What? Yes, who <laughs> who got a like in his first ever ball in ODIs he got uh, like against West Indies. Uh, I don't remember who got out, but uh, he's in that list. But uh, not all of them were debuts, and out of the twenty four people who have gotten a wicket of their first ball, only seven people were bowled. Okay, and uh, Bhuvneshwar Kumar is one of them. Uh, cool. So also great debuts around that time since we're moving reverse chronological. Uh, Fav Duplessis, man, like makes his test debut at Adelaide. Scored 78 in the first innings and a match-saving 100 in the second. This was the match where AB Devilia scored like 33 from some 1500 balls. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, they had to bat like 160 overs or something. Yeah, and this has been and listed as eight. one of the top five or six matches uh, that were saved. By chasing by Cricket and Bowl, like very recently, this, this very game where yeah, yeah. he made his debut. It was a fantastic uh, rear guard because uh, you don't bat out 160 overs on the fourth and fifth day anywhere. Adelaide, good pitch and all, but day four, day five, any pitch cracks. And uh, to bat, and this was a very potent Australian bowling attack. So uh, great debut that. And speaking of Australian bowling. Pat Cummins made his debut around that. Do you remember that time when this trio came? Hazelwood, Pattinson, Cummins. And there was this huge buzz that, oh, these three very, very good bowlers. And Pattinson and Cummins were obviously express. Yeah, uh, Cummins was Hazelwood very fast. Come. Cummins was crazy. Yeah. And he went to Joburg. I think his debut was in Joburg just like a few months before Faf made his debut. And Cummins took six wickets on his first innings. Wow. Uh and we see why now like he's like his body is far more sturdier and he's he bowls like relentlessly 
like Cummins also the thing is after that he had a bunch of injury troubles so he did yes yeah and uh, he the only thing that uh, strikes me here is like the australian team backed him up to deliver at some point because he had maybe i think a year year and a half of not being able to play proper cricket either it was his back or his ankle or like something or the other gave way and uh, he is not as fast as he used to be right now but he is relentless and speaking of australian cricket batting backing other people you know who they did, they did not back jason kretsa do you remember that name i you know i remember this name only because uh, so when uh, you don't get more cricket games anymore right uh, like ea 2005 or something but uh, i got a pack okay but well, this one uh, guy on a forum online gave me an updated uh, roster sheet and jason kresa was there okay and he was in the starting 11 for uh, the australian team then and uh, this i'm talking in the game and that's when i came to know who this person is फिर बाद में समझा ही हैज टेकन 8 विकेट्स अगेंस्ट इंडिया ऑन डेब्यू ही टुक 12 विकेट्स इन दैट मैच एंड ही प्लेड वन जस्ट वन मोर मैच ही एनी टुक वन विकेट इन द सेकंड मैच सो ही हैज टेकन 13 टोटल टेस्ट विकेट्स 12 ऑफ व्हिच केम इन हिज डेब्यू एंड टू थिंक ही प्लेड ओनली वन मोर मैच आफ्टर दैट ब्रो इफ यू टेकन 8 विकेट्स इन एन इनिंग्स ओके एंड uh like you end with like 12 wickets in a match that is absurd right yeah that is that is yeah, like 8 wickets is a great performance yeah and to then get uh like to then get sidetracked is like i i, I don't know like uh, you get both ends where you get uh, batsmen who are uh, given repeated opportunities despite messing up and then they come good or you get these bowlers who bowl exceptionally well in their first few matches and then like they just drop off uh to be to be very honest like kretzer didn't bowl really well he got whacked around a fair bit in that match uh his eight wickets didn't come cheap like it wasn't like an eight for 50 or something it was very expensive he got like thrashed around but he still picked eight wickets right and the others didn't so if kretzer is picking 12 wickets in his debut i can't remember what led to his dropping it was like eight years back but uh, it's bizarre when you look it up that he's only played one more test match yeah so like my my point was that like uh, you can then move into batsmen who have like not either not performed well at the start but uh, like ended up getting or ended up playing really well afterwards so uh, like around the same time kane williamson makes his debut and uh, in odis kane williamson gets out for two consecutive ducks one on debut and one in the next game and uh, i don't think anybody expected that he would become this part of the fab for that year today but two consecutive ducks for kane williamson in or in odi still he finally came good whereas in tests uh, century on debut again versus india yeah but also that was that one series right uh, where harvardan scored like some two centuries and got the man of the series because he batted well yes in the very same game in fact <laughs> yeah also you had that great stat about people who scored ducks on their debut and went on to score a century or something yeah right? so uh, i looked it up uh, so kane williamson has now of course 
21 uh, centuries in tests and uh, some 16 centuries in ODIs now. Uh, but uh, not many people have that and not many people get that kind of backing after getting out on two consecutive ducks, right? So uh, there is, a, of course, there's a stat sheet of how many people have gone on to score pretty well uh, after scoring two consecutive ducks. And uh, on that list, there are only four people, all right? Uh, leading the list is, of course, our Lord and Savior, Sachin Tendulkar, who got out on two consecutive ducks, including his debut. Uh, went on to score, of course, 49 uh, centuries. Uh, chronologically speaking, next is uh, Pakistani player Asif uh, Mustaba, who has scored one century. Uh, then is Matthew Sinclair, uh, who has scored two centuries. And now it's Kane Williamson who's 16. So there are. Hey, Sinclair also had a mad, uh, mad test debut. He scored a double century. He scored a double century on test right? debut, yes. He, he, Damn, he, I he holds yeah. so Matthew Sinclair holds the world record for the highest test scored at number three on debut. Sinclair scored two one four. Yes. And there is this, and with this boggles my mind, right? This is up there with the greatest. Like, how can you top this kind of debuts? Uh, the great Lawrence Rowe uh, of West Indies, he scored a double century and a century on his test debut. How do you top this? Uh, but speaking of Kane, uh, uh, he's, he scored that century against India on debut. I remember they, these guys came here and of course, he was in that same batch of under-19 players as Virat. Uh, and another player, like very similar to Kane in his resolute kind of batting style. Also, shout out for Grey Nichols because like anyone who bats with Grey Nichols here is already yeah, a favourite. It, it, it's a favourite for Cook. you. It's a favourite for you. Let's, let's just be clear. Yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's a very personal opinion. But yeah, uh, on, So, yeah. Alistair Cook. 2006, this is the Monty Panesar series. Comes down to India. Uh, this chocolate-faced boy, obviously English talent opener and everyone's hype. And comes and reels off a century on debut. Like, so, isn't, this the, uh, isn't this the same series where uh, uh, Panesar uh, bowls uh, Tendulkar? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 remember, I, I don't remember Cook's... Uh, Hundred as much as I remember this because this was a talking point. Uh, Panesar got Tendulkar out. More than that, this was a series where uh, Tendulkar got booed at Wankhede. Yes, yes. And Anderson began his thing with Sachin, which would last for a while. <laughs> so Kohli is not the first Indian number four to kind of have problems with James Anderson. So. But to see people booed is not as uh, like it's not new to cricket. Uh, like a couple of years before that was uh, Peterson's debut series in South Africa and uh, this oh, was dude. him returning back to South Africa after the whole cold pack thing happened and he moved to England and he was like he was heckled <laughs> like I remember Michael Vaughan talking about it uh, afterwards saying he felt bad for Peterson about like the kind of uh, uh, this was his ODI debut series he scored what three centuries in that seven match series yeah my God, dude! He set the he set the world on fire right from there. Like you knew this was this was this guy was out of the ordinary, and he has that series where he gets booed, like you said, in South Africa, and people are angry because he was obviously a great talent and he would have fit into the South Africa team. Moved to England four years back, played four full years of first-class cricket. Come to England, and every time he scored, right, he was pointing to the three lions badge on his chest and beat like uh, kind of punching that. As if to say that I'm I'm an Englishman, not really a South African. Wow. 
and six seven months later he makes his test debut in that ashes series yeah that series yeah the 2005 series and that also is incredible like he probably was a top scorer in that series I'll have scored some 450 500 runs yeah 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 we had to look that up but uh, i uh, from what i remember from the ashes series you will also remember is whenever england was screwed he was the one who stepped up like him and flintoff him yeah, and flintoff yeah, yeah. like either it's a 50 or a 100 or like a fighting 40 or whatever but it was always it, like uh, him flintoff and uh, vaughn became the face of the 2005 ashes right like at least from england and he, yeah 100% and he was taking on like the vaughns and the magra look trescothic was anyway an aggressive player at the top of the order that's one thing but now england are like three down four down or whatever and magra is coming steaming in at him and he's pulling magra he's he whacking him for four overs he scored power. 15 in that game in the in the game where magra gets uh, what six wickets lords right yeah 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 he scored 15 both innings in that match yeah against that magra and uh, like it it just i mean they, they lost the game yes but it set the tone also like yes peterson's double century at adelaide is talked talked about a lot his century at wankhede is talked about a lot in 2012 but go watch his 158 at oval that was some innings to play that in your debut test series you just know that this guy is he's different gravy speaking of different gravy in like i remember watching this was i was in class 9 and australia had come down to india to play a test series and the first series is in bangalore first match is in bangalore and this was their first tournament in india after the 2001 series the great 2001 series and obviously everyone's talking about ponting is the captain this is still their last frontier they need to win in india they haven't won and india with harbhajan and kumble are saying yeah you won't win so they prepare a nice turning track in bangalore clark michael clark steps out blonde hair uh, earrings and all that full proper looks like a beach boy second or third ball i think harbhajan tosses it out and he's just making his test debut he steps out and whacks harbhajan for four through mid wicket and you can already see everyone thinking oh wait what just happened and like fine okay maybe one ball harbhajan tosses it up again kumble tosses it up and he keeps stepping out and playing them so essentially he's not letting the ball spin yeah he he keeps stepping up i remember this i i remember being deflated after watching the innings and he scored 144 and we know what becomes of michael clark now but back then you saw this and you were like god damn dude and this is right after like a year after steve was retired so not even a year i think 6 7 months after steve was retired and immediately they have a replacement at five like he would never be a steve steve but like whatever like you have a great batsman coming in at five and that was some meanings man and he he does this Two three months later, Michael Hussey steps up. Michael Hussey makes his debut. I I remember how deflated. Like I I actually liked watching Michael Hussey bat because I don't know uh, I don't know where the soft corner came from. But like I always enjoyed watching Hussey bat no matter what. Like he and he never came across as crass or rude or anything, right? But uh, I don't know, man. Like for starting test, he made me like uh, Michael Clark. They came like I I I felt like. Oh God! Why won't someone take his wicket at some point? Because he he was relentless and right. Boy, starting from the debut game, you score like 150 odd, and of course Australia end up winning the game. 
right and they, i think they win by huge margin like some yeah. 200 runs or something they win the game yeah 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 they won the game and they won the series speaking of hasi i think why we all loved hasi hasi is universally loved right is because he had to play 12 13 years of domestic cricket before making his debut he made his odi debut at 29 he made his test debut at 30 being a 27 year old not yet getting a chance in the australian team and thinking i'm going to slog it out for three more years yeah. four more years and it's, I'm never it, going to give it's it not his fault as well because it was that australia team in indeed and to keep going keep going keep going and we know now what a great cricketer he is my god man to have that perseverance right after war and devon retire we have clark and hasi yeah and i have just looked it up uh, hasi is one of the only players who has had uh, more than 15000 first class runs before making his test debut yeah he played some like 6 7 direct years of county he was obviously playing in australia before that especially in 2004 5 when cricket is already not a luxurious game anymore it's it's now pacey and plus the australian team has very high standards of fitness and everything and he comes out at 30 and he's still one of the fittest if not the fittest in the country. yeah and uh, like he, his debut wasn't that event eventful like like he got out for like one run uh, in like his first ever innings but in that same series he ended up scoring 137 uh, so like and then he followed that up with a 133 not out so it's up it's absurd like the kind of uh, he ended that test series his debut test series with an average of 120 because he he Obviously. and he ended not out twice so uh, like it's a conveyor belt man and like you can't like, i i i feel bad that hasi didn't get a debut sooner but to also be fair like the australian middle order was insane so you had to wait till yeah, someone how do you, really how do you, who breaks in indeed and because you took one out there was simon catech you took someone out there was andrew simons how do you get into that team and uh, people forget Damian Martin he was a constant presence in that team so yeah it was very difficult team to break in yeah moving on from there i think we have uh, a great debut was yasir hamids who scored two centuries on his debut pakistan he, he batted at 3 in that match but over time he had become an opener play some very pretty and very pretty batsman to watch yasir hamids i i don't remember much of it i just uh, it take in, in in the in the sense that um, Uh, this was in which series in 2003 bangladesh pakistan bangladesh ah this was like when they were just they were granted uh, test uh, playing status 3 years since that 3 years yeah, since yeah. That, but yeah. they were still not uh, like up to scratch like they it, were not win yeah. yeah yeah they were not yeah so it took it, it took them a while to come up to i mean you can't really fault them because tendulkar also crossed a very significant milestone versus bangladesh so uh, like it's Like it's not like कि हाँ बांग्लादेश के सामने ही मारेंगे कि still difficult to score a century. But uh, ah, but also two centuries on debut. Debut is a debut, man. You're always nervous. You're kind of you have that exuberance, but you're all you also have that nerves of do I belong here? Because Sachin made that like you mentioned Sachin. He kind of said right that after his first test innings, he go went back to the dressing room and thought that this is not for me. And he had to be told by. the other senior players in the dressing room that give it time you're 16 like just let it be it's okay and uh, he had to play a couple of more innings to feel at home so 
yeah like for that to score two centuries on debut is is crazy yeah like and like you said same as uh, lawrence row like a double but of same course, as lawrence him is a right? double century and a century but like yeah i'm sure like it's like even now if someone pulls that off it's going to be insane yasir's also was almost a double century his was a 170 and 105 so his was almost also a double century and uh, in around that time we had like yasir was this nice technically correct defensive player who could play very pretty shots here and there and around that time we had this force of nature from najafgarh make his debut 2001 uh called virender sehwag uh now 99 he had made his odi debut couple of years back unremarkable scored a scored one run yeah he was he was shut out from the team after and ganguly is like i want someone like sehwag but i obviously he can't open So Seva comes into bat on a green top in Bloomfontein, uh, number six, and Sachin has taken off in that match. He has just taken off. It's a very uncharacteristic Sachin Tendulkar test innings, where from his second or third ball, he's like, "I feel like playing an ODI innings today in white clothes." So Sachin's taken off. He's scoring runs at a fair clip, and Seva is like, "Cool. I guess that's how you play cricket." मैं भी करता हूँ एंड ही रील्स मैं भी करता हूँ और ही रील्स ऑफ अ ब्यूटिफुल हंड्रेड एंड फोर विच काइंड ऑफ सेट द टोन फॉर इज एंटायर करियर या आई एम जस्ट कन्फर्मिंग ही स्कोर थ्री रन अगेंस्ट पाकिस्तान या मोहाली या इन हिज फर्स्ट एवर ओडीआई एंड पाकिस्तान वन बाय सेवन विकेट्स वाओ नाइनटीन नाइनटी Yeah, like if you if 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 we reel it back like a couple of more years from there, you get uh, like the most talked about stat, and of course some um, like one of the more impressive debuts of uh, Ganguly at Lords. As a Bengali, I have things to say about this. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. The the, the the floor is yours. The floor is yours. Go for it. <laughs> yes. So Ganguly's ODI debut, like Sehwag, also came a few years before his Test debut. So and Ganguly had been. thrown out from the team because he very famously refused to carry water oh right right and right right right, right. Huh. yeah yeah so and then he reels off a very impressive series of seasons uh in first class cricket and 1996 uh where i think sidhu and manjrekar get injured or something like that sidhu returns from that tour where ganguly gets to make his debut in the second test not at edgbaston he makes his debut in the second test at lords making your debut at lords a that and he bats at 3 if i'm not wrong and suddenly every bengali in the world is excited because you don't like you don't see bengali cricketers so it was obviously a shared love for someone from their land and you saw him play play that innings and i was very young but i kind of remember very little of it but if you look back now if you watch that innings back now it's less cricket more artistry and i am not saying it with any bias sure no bias uh, yes absolutely no bias <laughs> but that innings was very pretty like incredible innings and to reel off a century on your first Uh, on your first innings at lords one thing also obviously everyone knows rahul dravid also made his debut in that yeah and he fell five short he yeah he's small man at 95 runs just no big deal and 
next test india go to trent bridge ganguly again scores a century <laughs> so suddenly boom like you have you have the next 15 16 years of indian cricket sorted out right there so uh, yeah like there was a lot of hysteria around ganguly before he made his debut because everyone kind of spoke in harsh tones that this is a very good cricketer and he should get to play for india and it's injustice that he's not playing but once he started playing and we were like because the next few se- seasons ganguly was tremendous in his first few years in test and odis uh before his test batting kind of started to dip so uh tremendous debut great innings also preceded what i feel is the most unfortunate debut <laughs> which is uh, you're a bowler and you're bowling at the most dangerous batsman and batting lineup in the world and by dangerous i don't mean statistically dangerous but people who can take you apart your team has scored 500 plus runs so you you're already excited you come on to bowl in on your debut you get your get a wicket on the first ball first ball in international cricket you've got a wicket marvan adapattu is out and your team now has a lead of 500 something obviously they bat first and then you bowl 70 overs <laughs> and you get no more wickets in that innings and the opposition team scores 952 runs the anniversary of this game was literally a few days ago and uh, yeah yeah, I, yeah even now the fact that nilesh kulkarni got marun atapattu out in his first over in his uh, first like first ball i think and first ball yeah first ball yeah, and then went on to like uska century hua <laughs> like while while uh, bowling and uh, he did not go on to play he didn't play again for india after that no no he did he did he played a test match against australia in 2001 uh, he i think the third test at chennai he picked up matthew hayden and all he played tests uh, but uh, not too many but his debut he bowled he took a wicket on his first ball and then the next 419 balls for oh he just had to watch jayasurya mahanama another debutant i don't know if you've heard of this cricketer called uh, mahila jayawardene uh so he also made his debut in that match so uh, these guys and arvind adisilva just they had india's bowling for dinner lunch next day breakfast the next day then lunch. they had a 40 again like oh, and they declared they didn't even want to like like at the end of it i think they also got bored but it always beats me why they never went for the 1000 run things 48 more runs man yeah i i just i'm legit thinking they went bored like it's and uh, i just think at one point you just get bored it's it's got nothing to do with uh, like scoring a thousand runs eventually i think it just got to the point where like screw it man like let's just go home like, we can't do this anymore because kit it's 952 runs is absurd and i don't know how any like forget nilesh kulkarni how anybody in our attack had the energy to keep bowling at these people i never got it because what else do you do so i these guys were relentless and that sri lanka team was they were the world champions back then they were solid solid team and uh, and they were playing at yeah, surya sports a triple century and they're playing at home <laughs> and they just like they they hit the daylights out of their indian attack 
Yeah, so like before, before like we wrap up the whole debuts ka thing, I have been wanting to push this guy into our description at some point. But uh, the reason I remember this guy, uh, this bowler, he is very unremarkable, <laughs> like career-wise. He hasn't done much. And uh, the reason I want to talk about him is because his only claim to fame is his Wikipedia entry. And uh, this is a bowler uh, that uh, we all know. Uh, his name is uh, Avishkar Salvi. He has... Oh yes, oh yes. He has played uh, for uh, Delhi Daredevils for about two years. But most importantly, he made his debut uh, for India against Bangladesh in 2003. And uh, the only reason we know who he is is because he had a bowling style similar to Glenn McGrath. While running in, he will hop towards the stumps. That is it. That like he his action also was slightly similar. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I really want to read his uh, Wikipedia entry because there is no mention of how many wickets he's taken. There's no mention of uh, like what he's done since uh, he has uh, stopped playing first class cricket. None of that. His entire career is summed up by is summed up in like five lines, of which I'm going to read three. All right. Uh, so uh, from Wikipedia. Uh, with a bowling style similar to Glenn McGrath's, his employment of similar line and length and top-notch seam bowling brought him up from relative obscurity as a backup seamer. Okay, he has great strength for a bowler of his height and a commendable run-up. That's it. That's oh, that's it. That's that it. His his Avishkar Salvi, the cricketer, ends there. Yeah? The the the, the end, Everything about the cricketer ends there. And like you had mentioned at the start of the episode of how uh, like, oh, Naseem Shah is only 16. Oh, Naseem Shah is only 17. I remember watching this debut and every single person talking about, oh, this is our next Megra. Oh, this could be our next Megra. Is this our next Megra? Is this our next Megra? Like every, every second sentence of from every commentator was this. Didn't his, like on his debut, I think he picked two wickets award, right? Yes. I think he picked two wickets. Yes. Uh, in that ODI. They, uh, weren't both of his wickets caught behind like edges? Very similar to the kind of wickets Magra used to get, used to get like bowl bowl in the off stump channel and just get batsman nicking behind. Yeah, but that's the thing. He has taken only four wickets in ODIs and he has played only four games, out of which he took two in one match. Two in the, two in his first match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I like I had to mention this because this is one like this 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 guy is going to become a quiz question at some point. I feel like uh, all uh, all the other debuts that we've spoken of and uh, like lauded at some level like these like uh, at least there's some meat to it at some point and uh, I don't know someone will have to edit this guy's Wikipedia entry at some point because I remember his debut very 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 well for some reason it's one of those very extremely random memories that's like tattooed in my brain okay I don't I don't know why oh yeah there was a lot of hype about him I remember all the hype about him because Again, also Bombay cricketer, right? So there was this thing of that time a cricketer from Bombay came and you could hear a noise before he even got off the plane. So you like Avishka Salvi, Avishka Salvi. There were segments running on ESPN and Star, and because his action was modeled on Magra and because he used to bowl that kind of line, we just assumed that he was our Magra. Even even on his cricket for <laughs> oh god, even on his cricket for uh, bio. Uh, Glenn Megra has mentioned more times than Avishkar Salvi. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I remember reading his written for bio before this, uh, before we kind of discussed him. And 
there are two mentions of magra in the first line and salvi only finds a mention at the end of the second yes like so, salvi is mentioned yeah. twice magra is mentioned three times i mean um, fine i i i think that's a good uh, way to uh, like wrap up uh, an episode on debuts because this reminds us that not every debut is fantastic like there are many people who just like fall away but uh, for all the ones that stuck around like i think we have like spoken about uh, like some noteworthy ones that have stuck around for the last like two decades absolutely and 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 we sure we've missed out a few and uh, oh 100% uh, these are the, yeah. these, these are just some that like like us said like they just stuck around in the memory and we could pull them off uh, we we didn't have to research much for what we remember from of them so yeah that i'm sure there are lots of really good debuts that we kind of have uh, have forgotten and uh, yeah so thanks for tuning in thanks for listening in uh, we'll be back with a new episode very soon and until then to all the debutants boys played well boys played well